we're going to talk about uh, today. And so we're going to talk about five keys, and uh, we're going to normalize your struggle, which I think Dr. Harley already mentioned that uh, you all are at that point in the semester where it's tough, and maybe even some are thinking about what are my options? Do I want to stick it out? But we want to normalize that and give you some tools. Uh, we want to talk about knowing your hooks, uh, identifying your strengths, taking action, because resilience takes action, and then we want to encourage you to have a growth mindset. We have a long way to go and a short time to get there, and so we're going to kind of run through some of the foundational information for you, but first of all, a good definition of resilience is just the ability to bounce back when negative things happen. It's the ability to get back up when you get knocked down, and so we also sort of have a, a metaphor that I think works well. Um, so a cork is a, is a great word picture of what resilience is. So a cork sitting on top of the water, a hook comes down, pulls it under, and then the resilience is the ability for the cork to come back on top of the, on top of the water. So that's that word picture. And we're going to talk about these hooks that come and pull us down, and then the action of popping back up and uh, functioning like the cork is supposed to, sitting on top of the water. So all of you guys, freshmen, have some common hooks in college, right? So some of them are new um, that you haven't experienced before you left home. Um, and some of them we just, we just have all the, all the, all the time. But um, roommates, like maybe you were an only child when you had everything and now you've got a roommate. So we have relationship things. We have financial Maybe some of you have some financial stressors that maybe you're not used to. Deadlines um, in college that you're like, I don't know about y'all. Where y'all went to high school, my daughter just graduated. And deadlines seem to be kind of fluid, and you just had to turn it in eventually. I don't know uh, what your experience is, but deadlines can be different. Um, so I want you to just kind of look at that list, and as you just kind of reflect on what hooks you might be experiencing in your life, do any of those kind of uh, resonate with you where you are now? So I have a question for you. You help with the Counseling Center. Yes. Which ones of these are most common for, um, for college A lot of, we do see a lot of roommate issues. We see a lot of anxiety, um, a lot of anxiety. Um, and then um, crisis of faith too. Like we've had this faith um, and then now we're kind of out on our own and we're in that process of our parents' faith maybe becoming our own. That's another one. And then loneliness for sure. Um, uh, loneliness and what do we do in those spaces. So that's, that kind of normalizes it. So probably everyone in this room has a few of those. Uh, and so we want to normalize that. You're not the only one experiencing some of those things. And so... Okay, so what we know is that when the cork goes under the water, like I, maybe we have some people that fish in here. Um, I learned to fish in Cranfels Gap, Texas. Does anybody know where Cranfels Gap is? Oh, there oh, we go. There's, we got one. Population 247, so I wasn't expecting a round of everybody knowing this. But grandfather taught me how to fish, right? So what are you doing? You're watching the water, and the cork goes under, and what happens if you don't do anything at that point? Dr. Amelia and I were out fishing at the lake one time at her, at her parents, and the cork went under. We weren't paying attention, and we lost everything. The whole rod. The whole rod, everything. So, so we got to be aware of what's going on. So you're watching the cork. 
you see the court go under, that's where we have an action that we have to take, okay? So we're going to talk to you about actions that you can take when that cork is under the water. Okay. So just briefly, what we want to remind you is what research tells us. First of all, research tells us that resilience can be learned. It's like a muscle, right? The more that you use that muscle, the stronger that you get. So you can learn it. It's not something that you either have or you don't. We also know that it takes effort. Um, it's your problems, the struggles, the hook is not going to go away unless we actually take some effort. And then maybe the good news and maybe something that you haven't necessarily heard about before is that you have these things in your life that you can access to help you do resilience, right? We call those protective factors in the in the field of re resilience study. But those are those things in your life that can help you when you've fallen down, that can help you get that cork back above water. And re resilience is a strength-based uh, uh, concept, meaning we're going to look at the things that you already have a strength in, and we're going to teach you how to use those to help you. Rather than just assessing all the deficits, we want to assess your strengths. And so that's what we want to do uh, next. Um, I have a picture up here of superheroes uh, because they each have strengths. The superheroes don't have all of the same strengths. They all have different strengths, and they utilize some of those very unique things to do amazing uh, feats of, of whatever they might need to do to fight the bad guys, right? And so we want you to identify what your strengths are. We're going to give you three or four minutes to take what we gave you when you came in, and that was this uh, that? resilience finder. If you didn't get one, there's some people in the back that have some. But let me give you some instructions before you go, okay? First of all, you'll notice that there's statements. You're going to read that statement. You're going to ask yourself, is this me? If you don't think it's you, then you put it at the one mark. That's a strongly disagree. That's not me. If you strongly agree that that's you, it's a five, okay? So it's a, it's a Likert scale that you're scaling yourself. One of the things that I want you to know is we don't want you to have all fives, Okay, we don't want you to all have all fives. We want you to really try to scale yourself so that we can identify where your true strength is. So we're going to play some music and let you work on that for two or three minutes before we come back and tell you how to use it. And I want to say a thing. There's not many times in college that you're giving an assessment or test that you cannot fail. So if nothing else today, you will learn in chapel today, you took a test that you could not fail right? Um, you're all going to do whatever the answers are, they are correct. anybody else who doesn't have one we've got some they're getting raise your hand we got one down here two down here let's see
once you've answered all of them, you'll notice there's a way to score them. So you'll notice that all of the yellow ones are called internal assets, and you can add those up and put a number there. And so you're able to score those to see which ones are the higher ones. All right, go ahead and stop what you're doing. I know you may not be finished, but this is something that you can finish later if you, if you didn't get to, because I really want to make sure that we give time to unpack it, to actually tell you how to do resilience, okay? So one of the analogies, we had a, a, a hook, we had a... a, a yeah, we had the metaphor of the, the, metaphor. the cork. So, like, when you're writing a paper, you don't want to use two different metaphors. And speaking, you don't really want to do that either. But so, like, take a leap with us, right? So, we've got an umbrella that we're going to use now. So, I, we're talking about, I told you, you got you to gotta reach down and pull up the, the pole to get the cork up. I want you to imagine, okay, so, like, we got to reach down, we got to pull up the umbrella. So, we're going to talk about the umbrella as a place to do to practice resilience? Okay, so the way that we're thinking about it is the five protective factors, which you see on your sheet, are internal assets, external resources, um, relationships, I hit too far, family and faith. Those are the five areas that you just identified. Uh, we asked questions that fit into each one of those, and what we, what we want to suggest to you is that those five areas are things that you can tap into. And think and, of that like an umbrella that you can protect yourself in a storm. And that's also, as you look at that assessment, that quiz that you cannot fail, the colors, um, each color is a different protective factor. Yep. Right? Right. So let's talk about what those are. Uh, you see up there on the screen, internal assets. So internal assets were the yellow ones. So if you scored really high on yellow, then you have some of the characteristics or some of the qualities that research tells us is important. And one of the most important is that typically with someone with high internal assets, you have an internal locus of self or an internal locus of control, which means that you believe that you can solve the problems that you have, that you believe that you have some control in your life. The opposite of that would be external locus of control, which believes that I really can't control anything, I'm just going to give up. So that's internal assets, that's who you are. The second one is external resources, that's, that's what you have in your community, in, at DBU, at, at your church, whatever uh, organizations that you might be a part of, you may be able to draw strength from some of the resources that they can help you with. The third one, and that's the gray ones, is faith and spirituality. And what we know from research is that whether people uh, believe in God or don't believe in God in terms of researchers, 
they all say that faith and spirituality can really be one of those protective factors. And so what you believe, how you draw strength from God, and it's often characterized by hope and optimism, okay? So that's faith and spirituality. The, I believe it's pink ones are, no, excuse me, blue ones are relationships, relationships and connections. And what we know is that the more relationships and connections we have, the more we can tap into when we're going through difficult times, which I think is why loneliness is such a hard thing because it feels like there's nobody that we can tap into. And so that can be a strength for you. And then family relationships. Some of you, your family is a strength. Some of you, it's not. But some of you, your family really is a strength. Your family is some are the people that you can go to. And so those are sort of the five areas that you may have strengths in. And the really cool thing is you don't have to have strengths in all of them. You don't have to have a big, huge umbrella. You just have to know what your strengths are and start using them. So when I talked about this was a test that you couldn't fail, right? Um, we don't need everybody to have all fives, right? We just need to recognize which is your strongest. And somebody could come up to me and say, well, all I have is ones. And I'll say, okay, let's look at all the ones and let's find the one that is the strongest of all those ones. And we work from there. That's the beauty of what we're doing here, okay? So you could have this beautiful umbrella right here. It's on the ground and it's raining and all this stress is hitting me, but I have all these things that are strengths. If I don't pick it up, what happens? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get wet, right? And, and the storms are gonna hit me. But I could have this umbrella that's not big and beautiful like this and maybe it has a bunch of holes in it, right? And maybe it, um, it, somebody would look at it and go, that's not a very pretty umbrella. But we can learn how to get up underneath the parts of those umbrella that are stronger. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about, to, uh, about now. So, so let's go back to these common hooks. I want everybody to kind of look at that. And you guys are halfway through your freshman year um, uh, your, uh, of college. So some of those hooks are going to uh, resonate you with you because life is hard, right? So look at that, and I want you to tell me, uh, or in your mind, you know, or shout it out if you want, I don't know. But um, tell me which one of those hooks might have your cork underwater. Maybe you're in this place today where your cork is so far under, you can't even, you're about to lose the pole, right? Maybe it's just that little bobbing, you know, those little perch that come and just kind of nibble a little, and it just kind of goes up and down. So wherever your cork is, I want you to kind of notice that what's, what's pulling on you. And then let's talk about how we can learn to pick up the umbrella and hide up underneath it for strength. And so we're going to take three uh, hooks that you might be experiencing. Academic stress, anxiety, and loneliness. Probably the three most common. Yeah. And so, Lori, what I want you to do is I want us to unpack um, how would we lean into, so if the, if the academic stress is there, here's some of the statements that they've answered. How would they use those if those were strengths? Okay, so, so let's say we're having some academic stress. Maybe uh, whatever it is, you feel like you're not going to be able to, to finish this course or whatever, and there's this tendency to give up. So we're grabbing the umbrella, and we're looking at this that you just filled out, 
And what is something that maybe you had a five in? How could you use that to pull up the umbrella and just hide underneath that pain? So we took the question, I know where to seek help or support when I need it. If you answered that, that means you have people that you, people or places or things that you go to when you're recognizing that you have this, this academic stress. DBU, as far as external resources, we have a writing center, we have tutoring, we have mentoring, we have the um, student services. That's, a, that's a, something that you could access. So you see how this stress is coming, and let, I don't, maybe, maybe I don't have um, family dynamics are strong, but I know my external resources are strong. So I'm going to turn that toward where that is hitting me, and I'm going to go find those resources. Another question maybe that you answered is, when I have problems, I, have, I reach out to friends for support, right? Like, you're in that class. I don't understand. The, guy, the, the pref, professor's nuts. See, I don't know what he's talking about, right? I'm one of those professors, so it's okay. I can talk about myself. Um, you have that friend, you have that person in your class that can say, hey, can we get through this together, right? That's, you, if you have, if you marked on there a number five or a three or a two that you have people that you can talk to for support, are you calling them, hey, academically, I'm really struggling in this class? Are you talking to them? When you talk to them, that's when you're picking up the umbrella and you're utilizing that source of strength, Good. What do you think keeps people from picking up the umbrella? Why well, do we just leave it there and not pick it up? I think there's a lot of reasons, and I would love to have you guys' discussion on that, but for the sake of time, I can't do that. So why do we not pick up the umbrella? One time, sometimes possibly it could be like a post-traumatic stress. We could have stress, and we're like, we feel in that fight, flight, or freeze, and we just don't, we just feel overwhelmed, and like the best thing to do is just quit right? So that's, that's sometimes what, why we don't. Sometimes it's just a muscle that we haven't used yet, and we don't really have the practice of being able to do that. But those, I, I probably have some people in here that like to use, go, go to the weight room. Remember that first time you, you're, you're lifting weights, it's hard. But as you do it, of course, you lift harder weights. But like when you look back at where you started, you're like, oh my gosh, how was that a struggle? This is the same thing with picking up the umbrella. The more you do it, the more you reach out and lean into a friend, hey, like I'm really struggling with this, um, the easier it is to do. Okay, great. Let's move to another one then. Let's go to the big one uh, in the room, and that is anxiety. We know, uh, we as professors know that this is real. We know that this is even something that we struggle with. Um, and so how do we not let anxiety paralyze us? Because I think that's what it does. It just causes us to kind of to kind of shut right. down sometimes and right. to paralyze us. So how yeah. could we use what we have to work through the anxiety that we might have? So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to recognize where's my cork? Like, right? Like, so when you're recognizing anxiety, is your heart beating fast? Your hands are sweaty? The, uh, uh, or like there's this huge fear of failure, right? Those are how you know where your cork is. So anxiety um, is, is, is something that is almost ubiquitous to society right now. It means everybody feels a little bit of tension, a little bit of anxiety. So um, what we do, I want you to look at your list 
those questions that you answered, and if there's anything on there that you said, oh, that's me 100% of the time. I love the songs that you guys sang today in worship. Those are songs of resilience, right? Um, that, that God will never fail us, right? He, he won't, right? Can you remember? So if that is one of your, um, your answers, that's a five. How do you use that? How do you pick that up? Right? So one of the things we do is we're reminded of a time when God um, was there for us and he helped us. Because the question here is when I'm worried, my faith is a source of strength. Right? Do you remember a time where you, where you could go back and you reflect on, I was really worried about that. Um, and um, I was able to recognize that God had, was there with me and I didn't feel alone. That's picking up your umbrella. That's so that doing that space. It could be praying. It could be journaling. What else could it be? It could be worship music, mm-hmm. meditating. Right, God's word. Yeah, and then reminding yourself, reflecting on a time where God was near yeah. in, a time of, in, in, a, in an anxious time. We see that in the Bible uh, with God's people. They were often reflecting back to a time or marking a time when God did something for them so they could remember it and draw strength. So that's one. So another one is the, the eye. You see the internal, internal um, asset. That's kind of your personality. Some people kind of come into the world knowing how to do things, right? Maybe you're one, one of those people, right? And what we do is I'm confident I can solve problems that I face, when you're coming up against this test, you don't know how you're going to get through it, or this relationship, you don't know how what you're going to do. I want you to use that, pick up that umbrella, and reflect on a time that you did something hard, and you knew, and, and you got, and you got through it. The brain, your mind recognizes, hey, Lori knows how to do something hard. She's got this, right? Um, so that's how you use that of I'm confident I can solve problems is to think about times that you did in the past, right? Good. Let's, um, for the sake of time, touch on loneliness just a bit. Okay. I know that we're, we're going to get you out on time. But talk a little bit about loneliness. Okay, I'm just going to choose one of them. The external resources of people at work or school care about me. Let's say you answered that at like a three, a four, or five, you know that you have people at school or work or care, care about you, but you're feeling this um, loneliness and you're feeling alone. You're in your dorm. You've, you're on the second hour of TikTok reels or whatever, and you can just feel like I'm really feeling alone, right? But you know you answered that test that you couldn't fail, that you have friends that care about you. Okay, so here's a perfect example. You've got the umbrella and you know that people care about you until you pick that umbrella up and hide underneath it and call that person, reach out to them. You're not getting your cork above water. Great. Okay, so all this, we're going to wrap it up in the next 65 seconds so you can go enjoy the rest of Friday. But where is your cork? Some of you may be coming in today and that cork, and maybe you've already even lost the pole and it's in the water. Like, we're going to be hanging out here up afterwards. We want to, we want to get you get some help. But where is your cork? Is, the, is it just kind of nibbling and there's some things you need to do to pick up the umbrella? Or is, it, or is it like we need to really lean into these strengths? So know where your cork is. Very good. We're going to wrap up. Uh, let's pray together. I know it's time. Um, but hopefully you walk out of here knowing you're normal, right? 
uh, knowing what your hooks are, knowing where your cork is, and beginning to identify those strengths and realizing you have to do something about it. Let's pray. God, thank you that you're a God of faithfulness. Thank you that you've called each student here. Lord, I pray that you would give them the courage to seek you, Lord, to, to see what they can do, Lord, to, to, to be resilient in whatever area of their life they may be struggling. Thank you for this university with, with folks who care about these students and just pray that you would be with them today and the weekend as they reflect on how they can lean into the strengths that you've given them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.